888-835-2414. This is Learning with Leslie. Hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of Learning with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about internet marketing, online business, blogging, social media, traffic generation, you know, all that WWW stuff. Today, I am very excited to have Farnoosh Brock, a new friend, a good friend now, (laughs) creator of the Prolific Living blog, where she writes about living life on your own terms. She's the author of the book, Motivation from Goals to Greatness, where she writes about the sources of true motivation to help you tap into greatness. She has been featured in Forbes and was also a featured speaker at Blog World 2011, where she talked about personal branding. My goal for this interview is pretty simple. We want to hear her story. We want to know how she got to where she is today. And then we want to get some practical tips on how us bloggers can live a prolific life, can do great things online with our blogs, and even beyond. Farnoosh, thank you so much for joining me today. That was the warmest, most exciting welcome I've ever had. Thank you, Leslie, for having me. Oh, you are very much welcome. It is a pleasure to have you on the call today. I've been looking forward to this, and I've been getting to know you. I've By listening to your podcast, reading your blog, I, I woke up one morning to do some work, and I started listening to your podcast, and then I lost track of what I was doing, and you messed up my, my morning for that little time that I was listening to the podcast. But you know what? It was well worth it. Oh, that's wonderful. I'm glad to hear it. And thank you. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. I'm very excited to have this conversation with you today. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. So I go to your blog. Um, By the way, if anyone does not know her blog, it's at prolificliving.com. And if you go there, you can see all the stuff that she's writing over there. But there was one thing in particular that really caught me off guard in the beginning, because it seems as if you talk about everything. Okay, so I see you're talking about meditation, entrepreneurship, yoga, health, photography, public speaking, relationships, uh, uh, building relationships, travel, technology. You have a podcast. And and I think to myself, wow, this girl is doing everything. Now, this is my question. Because many times when you speak to bloggers, people that have been out there and blogging for a while, and even when I give advice... um, One of the things that you hear a lot is you want to find a very specific niche. Mm -hmm. And you're doing a lot. And it seems to be working. So I want you to tell me how you go about doing that and share that with the listeners today. Okay. All right. Very good question, Leslie, because I struggled a lot with that uh, piece of advice and it's a very good advice. I know that when you focus on something and you grow that and you become really, really good at that, then you become the expert in that particular industry, in that particular field, uh, a voice of authority, and that's all fantastic. So the reason I didn't do that is because I had a lot of passions. I I do love writing and I wanted to 
focus on a number of things. So it's actually not everything. You won't find anything on politics, I guarantee you. Oh, good, good. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, it is not everything. My tagline, my my um, mission for the blog for Prolific Living is to give people smart habits for rich living. Okay. So everything that I talk about is, first of all, firsthand experience. It's my life, what I do. I don't go out and, you know, watch somebody give a speech or do something and then come and write about it, you know? Okay. It's everything that I've experienced. So it's my journey as I have gone through all these wonderful experiences in my life. It's very personal. It's very personal, uh -huh. but uh, it's not a journal or a diary. It's uh, where I relate to people because I want to bring back whatever I learned from a lot of mistakes, a lot of mistakes, uh -huh. and then the things that have worked, right? So I do believe, for example, you said entrepreneurship, which is my recent, uh, my recent life because I left the corporate world this year, and meditation, yoga, uh, all my exploration in, explorations in health and living well and taking care of my body. And then I do travel a lot. I'm so fortunate. I get to travel a lot. And then traveling is not overrated. If you're not into travel, I can do I I can tell you that. So, but I do believe that it comes down to smart habits for rich living. And then there are areas that I do focus on. Like recently, I have started to focus more on helping people crush their fears. Okay. Fears of doing things that they are so afraid of. And I've focused a lot on helping people understand that they can move beyond miserable jobs, whether that be in a corporate environment or not. If they are in a place where they feel trapped, I try to help them create a different mindset because I, I struggled so much with that that uh -huh. I just want to talk about that. And I have a lot of readers who are interested in that and it seems to help them. So um, crushing fears, living life on your own terms and cultivating smart habits that help you sustain that kind of life. That's uh, the overall mission, but then you can take that a lot of places. And then one more thing I want to add mm -hmm, to that ahead. advice for the, for the niche, you know, choosing a small niche. You know, if you do that and it works for you, that's great, okay. right? If it starts to grow and you're enjoying it, you're writing about stuff that you want to learn about yourself and, and share, that's great. But if you want to talk about a number of things and you can find a common thread to them, then if you, if you continue to do that and you are building it, you become the brand and you can talk about anything when you're the brand. I mean, if you look at some of the role models we have in the blogging world, mm -hmm. if you really pay attention, they do talk about a lot of things. That's very true. You know, you know, I mean, Chris Brogan one time uh, was talking about making a green smoothie with his daughter. What does that have to do with social media? <laughs> you know, and, and we all read it and we all enjoyed it and then he moved on. So, so you can do that because you are the brand and you have listeners and followers who want to know about you. So that's, uh, that's my answer. How, how, how does that sound? That, sound, that sounds excellent. <laughs> because really, when, you, when you're talking about blogging, the difference between blogging and what we used to look at as a website in the past, mm -hmm. before mm -hmm. WordPress and all this type of stuff came into being, um, the difference is it's more about the person that is writing it and, and, and their experiences. Yes, mm -hmm. it is also about learning, but you're, mm -hmm. it's as if you're, you're, you're building a relationship with that person, um, whether you know them in person or not. So you're getting to know them, you're gaining from their insights, and it's much more personal than it has been in the past. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we want to know who is behind everything they're saying. I mean, the first page that I check on every blog and uh -huh. I 
do go to a lot of new blogs is the about page. Definitely. Right. So you want to make sure if you're a new blogger, you have that really, really nicely set up and it relates to your readers and it makes an immediate connection. Definitely. And, you know, there's there's something that you mentioned. Yes, you talk about all these different topics, but you find a way to weave it back into the the, the main goal of your blog, which is to promote smart habits for Mm -hmm. rich living. And that that is also very specific. Um, but there are different aspects of it. So you can tie right. that in. And and the, the cool thing about it is people get to know you. Right. And right. they, they exactly. get to know, okay, it, this 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 person that I'm 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 checking out their blog, they don't their entire life doesn't revolve around one specific topic. That person is dynamic. It, it, they have different aspects of life that they 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 enjoy taking mm-hmm. part in, and so on. And I think that that that's a very good takeaway from this first part. Right. Yes. No. And I've seen that. And and I do uh, follow listeners. So I yeah. do read the comments. I engage with them. I get emails. I get feedback. And I listen. And I and if they like something a lot, I bring that back because you gotcha. know a lot of these topics are my passion. So if I've noticed something, I do bring it back. Like my f- most popular ever post with over 300 comments is um, where I questioned whether happiness is um, tied to having children or not having children, right? Is the path to happiness. And it was a very brave topic. That is a brave topic. (laughs) So everyone on earth has an opinion on that, right? Definitely. I'm getting ready to comment on that one right now. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So, and I I talked about that again another time Uh and I related all the comments and I went back and I summarized what I heard and, and again, it exploded. So when you connect with your readers, I mean, niche kind of takes second place and you're there with them on a certain subject matter that really lights them up. So if you can find something like that, I mean, I would follow that and go with that because you want to build that relationship with your readers and grow it. Very awesome. Okay, so I'm getting to know this Farnoosh. And so I'm going to ask you this question. If if I were to ask one of your closest friends to tell me a little bit about Farnoosh, how would they describe you? Hmm, probably the first thing they would say, hopefully it's good, but hopefully <laughs> they would say a lot of energy. Okay. You know, I I do have a lot of energy. I was talking to my husband because somebody else asked me, how do you get all this energy? And he said he hasn't figured it out in 10 years. (laughs) So so I, I have a lot of energy and it goes back to taking care of myself, which is one of my main messages to my readers and anybody who would listen, actually, to take care of yourself if you're going to be the the most amazing internet um, marketer or blogger or entrepreneur, anything. You need your health. So if, the more you take care of yourself, the more energy you have. And I think that's something that people see right away. So you would probably hear something like that and that I travel too much. Can you quantify that thing? What is too much? Exactly. I mean, I am executive platinum on American Airlines. Okay. So that means 100,000 miles a year. Oh my word. But I don't renew every year. Hold on. I don't renew every year. And, uh, and we do like to go far away places. So you get a lot of miles and you know, everyone has something. I mean, I, I can't help it. It's just too much fun to travel. And, um, I've cut down everywhere else in my life, but I think, and travel is so accessible to us right now. Definitely. Now you what, know? what's the, what's the most recent place you've visited? 
Most recently in September, we went to England. Okay. We went to London and to Cambridge and Bath, which was really, really fun. And then we went to Toronto. We go to the um, International Film Festival, which they have in September every year, which I highly recommend. Okay. It's, um, it's a great city, but in September during the film festival, it's, it's really wonderful. And uh, we are heading down to Australia very soon. Okay, now I, I know there's some guy that's listening right now and is getting very excited and thinking, man, this Farnoosh girl, she's amazing. Just She is married. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> Let's get that out there. Now, now, does your husband, does he also work from home or does he have an, a, a full job and how, how does that work? He does. He does. We were both at the same corporation. I quit this this May, uh-huh. and he he is very very supportive, and he does still work. So he goes to the office. It's a Fortune 100 company, okay. and uh, he is able to do some of his work remotely. So oh, okay. So yeah, sometimes when we travel, he brings his laptop along and he does his work, and uh, then we take some time off together. So yes, he does not let me go fun places by myself. <laughs> well, that's good. You you don't want to go by yourself. That, no, it's I much don't. better with someone with you. Absolutely, it's always more fun when okay. you travel with friends and family. All right, okay. So let's find out how you got to where you are right now. Before okay. you start your blog, started your blog, mm-hmm. what were you doing? I was so lost. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what does that mean? Tell, I us, was. tell us what lost means. Oh my gosh. So everyone who was envying me up to now will change their mind. <laughs> 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 I mean, I went to engineering school, which I hated. Electrical engineering. Oh, I had two okay. degrees there. You know, it's nice. I, I pulled that card out when somebody just calls me a pretty face. You know, like, I'm like, no, I actually have some brains. But you know what? <laughs> Other than that, it was so hard and so not a good match for me. Then I went to the corporate world and I was so lost and it was so hard. I had a job in customer support, you know, really angry customers from uh-huh. big, big places. And, uh, I was always trying to find what I want to do. So I thought for sure uh, becoming an executive in the corporate world was going to bring me happiness. And I just hit one closed door after another. I mean, I had a pretty successful career, but it takes a lot to go up that triangle. You know, it's like, you know, if the CEO is at the very top, it gets harder and harder with every step. And Uh there's just so much involved. And I, one day I decided that's not what I want anymore. So I had to find what it was, right? Sometimes, you know, it's, you're not on the right path. Uh-huh. Okay. That's great information. But then what is the right path? You know, mm-hmm. and it's, it's really a hard place to be. So I was trying to, and, and then the name prolific to me means really productive. Somebody okay. who creates stuff. And I've always liked to create stuff, which doesn't lend itself to engineering and technology the way that I wanted to relate. So I, I've never taken a writing class, okay? English okay. is my third language. But oh, wow. I wanted to write so badly. So in um, 2008, seven or eight, I started blogging for fun, okay. just for fun. And I started on Blogspot, which I don't recommend. You want to go to WordPress. Okay, but anyway. wait, wait, let's, let's rewind. What yeah. made what led to blogging back then? Because mm-hmm. now everybody's blogging. But what, what yes. did you go to go to a website and see, saw a blog and thought, man, I need to do something like this? I did read uh, Steve Pavlina's blog. Uh, I'm sure okay. you know of him. Uh-huh. But only because I was trying to quit coffee and do early rising and all that. Uh-huh. Not necessarily because he was blogging and I wanted to blog. I think it was escape. 
I think blogging is an is an escape gotcha. to your own world. I didn't even have readers for a long time. I mean, it was Blogspot. I had comments closed because Steve said to close comments. <laughs> <laughs> that was the stupidest thing, but but I did. Mm-hmm. So I was just doing it for fun, and then I was writing, and then few people read my blog and uh-huh. liked it, and and then my younger brother, I really look up to him. He said I have a good writing voice. So then I started. And I agree with more. him. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> So, you know, I think you just stumble upon it. Uh-huh. I I think it was just, it was a hobby. I wasn't doing it much at all at the beginning, maybe a few hours a, a month. Okay. It was nothing because I had a full-time job. I had all these other things going on. And then I started to see things that are happening like around 2008. I started to then combine. I had a couple of, or maybe three or four blog spot blogs. Uh-huh. I combined them. Then I moved to one website. I created Prolific Living and we started to really put some effort into it. It was a, still a hobby, mm-hmm. but I decided, you know, I'm going to just give it a try. I, I needed something that was mine, that I did it on my terms. It was like a little creation that was outside of my work because I was so unhappy there and outside of life and responsibilities and obligations. Okay. So. And what were you blogging about at that time? At the beginning, I was doing strictly, so this was a, quite a niche. I was doing strictly book reviews on one of my blogs. Oh. I was reading a ton of books. It was mainly fiction and business books. This is a weird combination, but I was going back and forth between those because okay. I was still trying to figure out the what CEO you route. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> and then on the side, I was reading a lot of um, classics. Then I had another one just on yoga, another one just on my exercises, and another one maybe on food. So... So, so, yeah. so you were blogging all over the place and different topics on different blogs mm-hmm. on Blogspot. And you decided to put everything, <clears throat> sorry, you decided to bring everything together in one central right. location. And that was prolificliving.com. Yes. Okay. So you weren't doing it as a business. Um, but th- there had to be a transition where you realized, okay, mm-hmm. there's more to this. I can actually uh, do this as a business, make some money and so on. Can you tell me a little bit about that process? Yes. So I didn't think about it at all in those terms um, until I went to Blog World in October, exactly a year ago. And I remember I was still very committed to my job, even Uh if I wasn't happy. You know, I made a lot of money. I worked from home in my pajamas. It was easy. I had a lot of benefits. It was insane to leave all of that. And I was still making plenty of time for the blog. But I think something Darren Rouse said up on stage just stirred something in me Mm. and I had a turning point and then I went home and I started to look to see what can I do what can I do because I wasn't gonna put ads all over the place that's crazy yeah I was gonna create something so I wanted to create my own products I think that idea is really really exciting to me okay creating and the idea that you can create your own products I mean that is so powerful because 10 years ago none of us could do this yeah or maybe even five years ago, it wasn't as easy. It was not as accessible. No, it wasn't. So anybody who's a starting should be so excited because so much is accessible to us. Definitely. So the turning point was, I think around March, we were on vacation. I was having a really hard time at work. I was on a very, very rough project. I didn't like it. And I asked to be moved off the project and they said no. And I decided to quit. I decided <laughs> to quit my job. So... Then I came home and at the same time in January, I decided to build my first product. 
So okay. I started to focus really hard on a really, really high quality product. And that got me really busy. So this was building a business, building my mailing list. I started building my mailing list uh, yes. right after Blog World. But you and know, I, there's a there's a question that that's in my mind. Okay, you mm-hmm. weren't blogging as a business, so why did you go to Blog World? What what <laughs> what led to that? If you, if you're just blogging for fun, exactly. when I think about Blog World, I think these guys are about business with their blogs and they're doing. Huge yes. things, making tons of money. What, what made Why? you go there? My husband forced me to go. Ah. Okay. I think, you know, it, you think it's funny, but he kept calling it Blogapalooza. <laughs> <off the rock. laughs> he kept saying, have you registered yet? Have you registered yet? And the one reason I'm so lucky is that Las Vegas is his favorite city. Ah, there you go. Wanted an excuse to go back. <laughs> But I am so glad he made us go because so you didn't want to go. I was thinking it's too early. It's too early. I'm going to get intimidated. You know, I had a lot of friends uh-huh. online, but I was going to go when I had something, quote unquote, to show for, you know. Gotcha. But, you know, Prolific Living had a lot of traction. We, we put out our first ebook. The first few were free. And uh, one of them was on life lessons. And it was a whole collaboration in the community. And it did so well. It had over a thousand downloads. So it had traction at the time. But it was him. It was all his influence. I'm so happy. Well, I'm, I'm glad he did that. Thank you. Uh, now, now, now okay, you gave away your ebooks for free. Why did you give them all away for free? Because I wanted to create some value. Okay. I wanted to, to share the first thing. So the first two ebooks were free. The third one was free if they signed up, if they opted in. And so oh, many. Also, the first two, they didn't even have to opt in. No. Oh, and wow. Criticized me for that. They said you could sell this. The first one was the uh, Life Lessons, which was a lot of collaboration. The second one was my Blog World ebook, which okay. uh, anybody that goes to prolificliving.com, you can just go click on the free tab and you can download. those um they're right there for you and then i wrote the writing manifesto because i wanted to give something really valuable to people who got on my newsletter and so that was essentially free and then i started to and i wanted to learn how to create really high quality ebooks in the first place and also have something to where i i I just give it away. I mean, I wanted my readers to get stuff if they weren't interested in the paid products. Okay. All right. So you started giving away the eBooks and then eventually what what was, what was the transition like to uh, from free to paid? It was hard because, um, and this is, this is something that's different in different spaces. So I guess I fall in the personal development space, uh-huh. even though I, I do uh, talk about a lot of different things. But um, my first product was um, the one I worked on for four months. It was a comprehensive travel guide with interviews and worksheets and, and uh, master tip sheet, etc. So it was a big product. Okay. And, um, it was hard because, first of all, I am really, really good at certain things, but I have weaknesses in other areas, and I know that now. And marketing has not been one of my strengths. I've learned a lot since then, but it hasn't. So I just, you know, and I had a lot of help, a lot of support in doing that, and and I still had some, uh, some, some um, profit in that. But um, it was just hard to get the people to to see that transition. And, um, and I was okay with that because you have to be at peace with your own decision and mm-hmm. with your own direction. 
because then you start to attract the people that are meant to be your readers and your followers. So if, um, if you want to sell stuff on your blog, then sell. Don't half sell, then just sell. Be proud that you are offering something for sale. Don't be embarrassed by it. If you're going to put ads, then just put ads. If that's your decision, then you're going to turn some people off and bring some people on. I mean, that's just a trade-off and I'm, I'm perfectly okay with that. I think I offer tremendous value and a lot of it is still for free, but you know, I have a lot of products that are paid and I've, you know, put a lot of work into it and, and I'm perfectly okay with that. So I think you just need to be really comfortable with um, what you're doing, everything, you know, from pricing a product to how you offer it and all of that. Don't you agree? Oh, I, I definitely agree. And I'm, I'm the person that when I talk, every, anyone that listens to my podcast know what I believe. And when I talk about um, online business and making money online, the first thing I emphasize is giving value. And giving a lot of value away for free yes. because that's how people get to know you, get to trust you, and yes. get to see that you know what you're talking about. And yes. then you can move to promoting affiliate products and producing your own products. And uh, I'm, I'm not a very, I'm not very much into hard selling. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm more into um, showing what the value is. No, first, giving value up front then showing these are some products that I'm promoting or these are some products that I've developed. Mm -hmm. This is exactly what the value is. If this is something that interests you, mm -hmm. here, here you, here you go. It's available. I'm trying to yeah. help you out in your journey. And yes. that's, that's the concept that I promote. And I'm glad to hear that that's the same thing, that the same model that you use in building your online business. Yes. And that's, that's going to be a tough one for people who are new because you're going to get comments, you're going to get maybe feedback or not so great feedback. And, and, and you just have to let it roll off your shoulders and not let it bother you because it's not about you. It's just, you know, some people may not like something you're doing. As long as you believe in it, you are doing your best. You're putting your best out there. Like you said, Leslie, giving value, believing in it. You can price it $1,000 if that's what you think. If it's that much value, then go for it. Okay. I mean, it's, um, it's really uh, a wide, wide range of opportunities out there and you're going to find your readership. So don't try to appeal to everyone. I learned that uh, a long time ago. <laughs> Gotcha, gotcha. Now, you said something that I think I might have to disagree with you on. Okay. You said that, and, and, and I quote, marketing is not one of my strengths. Now, you say that, but you have a blog that's relatively young, that's getting a, a good amount of traffic, great interaction. People are coming to your website. People are buying your products. So you're doing something very well, <laughs> whether you think it's one of your strengths or not. I'm going to say it's one of your strengths, whether, you know, I'm not saying that you studied marketing in school or anything of right. that sort, but you're marketing yourself and you're getting your name out there. You're getting your products out there. Thank That's you. That's what Thank marketing you. is. So I want to dissect this. I want to unpack this because there are people that are listening to this interview mm -hmm. right now that are starting mm -hmm. blogs. Um mm -hmm trying to get it out there, but they're not getting any traction. Mm -hmm. So I mm -hmm. want you to talk about what you did and how you were able to get the traction that you got. 
Yes. Um, thank you. Thank you for the, for the kind words. I appreciate it. You know, I feel for everyone who's starting out so much. I mean, I have to keep myself from trying to help everybody one-on-one. <laughs> it, it's true. It's true. It's so, because it's so hard at the beginning. You don't get any comments. You don't get anything uh-huh. and you want to give up. You just want to pack up and go home. And, uh, I think that, um, you have to be prepared for a lot of hard work. You know, it does pay off, but I, I have put, I have counted, I think maybe 7,000 hours one year. Like I was doing so many weekends, so many nights. And some of those hours were completely wasted because I wasn't managing my time because Uh I was putting time in some plugin here and there and in in the wrong theme. (laughs) And, you know, you just learn over time. Uh That's why I think that now looking back, I would have definitely hired a coach to help me because your time is more valuable than your money. Whatever your financial situation, our time is so much more valuable. So now I am so conscious of my time. But if you're starting out, it is hard. Just try to be really clear why you are doing this. Okay. Are you doing it because you want, you like the idea of having a blog? Are you doing it because you really have something to say? You have a story to tell. You have a message you have to share. Like I have stuff I want everyone to hear. So that's what's driving me every day. I want to write. I'm going to write a book. I'm going to, you know, go into iTunes and create a podcast. However, I can get my message out because I think it needs to be heard. If you are, if you have that kind of conviction about your message, then the, you're going to get through and you're going to build that momentum. And I, I truly believe it. So you have to f- have that conversation with yourself. Why am I doing this? Mm. And when you're clear on that, then you figure out the best way. Set some goals. Tell yourself, I want to have 100 readers by the end of this month. How do I get go about that? And just do some organization. If you don't want to work with a coach, or and, and that's fine. I mean, everybody's different and there is a lot you can do on your own. You can actually do everything on your own in enough time. Yeah. But um, there's a lot of resources. So don't be all over the place. Don't try to work on everything at the same time because I've tried it and we can't do that no matter how brilliant we are. So, and focus on different aspects of the blog, right? So first, try to get something that looks professional, that has a great message, that has a a theme, a a mission, something that when people come, they're like, okay, you know, that's who this person is, you know, it's John at, uh, you know, Smart Living. I just made that up. Uh And so they just make that connection and then give them something that they can associate with you. Make yourself memorable and that can go in your about page. And then showing up, consistency, right? Writing things and building things and giving and offering value and building relationships, which I think this one has been huge for me. So you have to get out there and build relationships and you can do it different ways. You want to be true to what feels comfortable for you. But now we have social media and it can be overwhelming and a complete waste of time if you misuse it. Mm -hmm. But um, you want to use it in a smart way, you want to find people that you see as your role model. So I wouldn't necessarily go and pick all the top bloggers. I would. I always pick people that that I like as a person. Okay. Like I really, really like Darren as a person. I, um, you know, every time I listen to him, I just feel like he's so sincere. So that's why I would follow him. So you want to make sure the person appeals to you. That way it's easier to learn from them. And you pick a few role models, you see what they are doing, and you give yourself time. 
because it takes time. I mean, it took me two and a half, half years. If you're looking at prolific living now, I started spring 09. So this is spring. It will be three years. Wow. So, okay. right. Okay. Okay. It so takes a lot of time. Th- there's a lot. You said so much just now. Um, okay. And I want to awesome. recap on them. Um, okay. Make sure that they have these points and then go into some more um, content. So first thing you said is you want to be clear about why you're doing what you're doing. And that has a lot to do with your motivation. What is your motivation behind um, starting your blog? Why are you doing it? Is it just because you heard you can make money or is it because you're trying to give value? What Mm -hmm. is your motivation behind it? That's number one. Number Mm -hmm. two, you said set some goals and don't work on everything at the same time. So you can say for this month, my goal is X, Y, and Z. And then you work at those goals. Once you know what those goals are, you can you can go towards those. You can do what you need to do in order to reach those goals. Um, get a nice design. You, you talk about that, and I talk about that in my program because um, when someone comes to the site, the first thing they see is the design. And if you get mm-hmm. something that's professional, a nice premium theme, that's what I keep telling people that hear me talk about this stuff. Get a nice premium theme. Um, make sure it looks presentable. It doesn't take much to do it. Get that done. Make sure it's up there. And that's one of the preliminary things. Make yourself memorable. Your about page. Talk about who you are, what you're trying to accomplish. Cast your vision on that page. Um, be consistent. Build relationships. Find role models and give yourself time. I said all that. You said all of that. That's a, no. That's a that's a lot of stuff. If someone were to just take a, a pen and paper and write down those things and say, "Okay, these are my goals for the next yes. year," you would right. you'd accomplish a lot. Oh, I hope so. I hope they find it useful. That's wonderful. I definitely, I, I definitely think they will. Okay, now, if you were to look at everything that you've done in terms of building your blog. In terms of getting traffic to your mm-hmm. blog, getting getting people to know that your blog is out there, mm-hmm. what is the best thing that the, the thing that you did that had the greatest effect in bringing traffic? In bringing traffic, um, okay, let me think. I've done so many different things, mm-hmm. so I have to say that um, I'm. So so fortunate because my younger brother, who's by the way a complete genius, uh, <laughs> is actually somebody that works for me. So okay. he, he, this is his plaything, but um, he loves to uh, do stuff and experiment with stuff. So he is big on traffic. So he does do a lot of the back end work for me, but um, we've experimented a lot and we track the traffic together and we've tried different strategies. So the relationship building I mentioned is very key because. I did that by going to other blogs and commenting. Uh And I used to do that a lot, a lot in the past. I've done, I've been doing a little less and I feel a little bad about it, but I'm always there for my network if they need something. But that brought a lot of traffic and then people over time start to link to you. So I started tracking my Alexa rating uh, about a year ago and it, tells you how many people link to you. And that's very important. It's actually more important than traffic because when people link to you, Google says you are somebody because other people think you're somebody, right? So, So that's really important. And you do that when you write really amazing content. It's so compelling that people just have to link to you. And um, you also let other people know it's out there. So when you comment, sometimes they show the latest post that you wrote with uh, with a plugin called Comment Love, or 
you can just, you know, depending on what your niche is, maybe you can forward your, uh, uh, your blog post to someone in your niche and say, I think this is really to what you were talking about. I just wanted to share it with you. You know, building those relationships, that's one. But on the technical side, like you said, Leslie, the theme and then uh, scribe is something that I opted for. And I think it really impacts the SEO, the search engine optimization, because I tried every plugin under the sun for SEO. And eventually I went to scribe. It's more expensive, but I really believe the way that it works and it integrates and it, it gives you a score for every post. Uh-huh. It really improves your SEO and Google starts to find you easier. Your blog becomes more efficient with some ratings that they have. Now, can, you tell so, me, can you tell me exactly what mm-hmm. scribe is? Because I've seen a number of people talk about scribe, yes. but I've never looked into uh, it. Absolutely. So yeah, I, I love Scribe. Uh, so basically, it uh, integrates into your posts. So if you're using WordPress, you're in your uh, writing a post, and there is a couple of boxes that they have. And at the end, you have to fill in your metadata. So your metadata is what really Google looks at. Uh-huh. So it's basically a description, a title, your um, 160 um, word um, description of the post, and then some meta keywords. When you fill those in, you tell Scribe right there on the post to rank your, um, to give you a score on 100%. And if you get 90% or even 80% and above, that's good. If not, it tells you how to fix it. You know, maybe oh. you're missing primary keywords. And you and I have used it so much that I know how to fix it up really quickly without modifying my post. Because, you know, some people do all these crazy tricks so the post looks optimized to Google. Yeah. Scribe lets you not do that, still be authentic and original in your post, but you make sure your metadata is right which is what Google looks at. Uh-huh. Make sure your tags, your your title, everything is right. Your primary keyword is there. And um, and then a certain number of links have to be in your blog post. Anyway, it gives you a score. So I try to go for 90 to 100%. Okay. And um, that takes a lot of headaches away from other things that I know that blog post gets ranked on Google pretty easily. So That's I do love very Skype. interesting because I just, I my most, one of my recent um, podcast episodes deals with SEO. And what mm-hmm. I tell people is try not to get yourself so bogged down by SEO and just use a simple tool for yes. making sure that the SEO is taken care of, but yes. you need to focus on content. So I think I'm going to check out Scribe and see how it works. And um, I'm also going to link to it from the show notes so if anyone wants to check that out. Absolutely. Okay. So we have some great things. And you know what? That what you said about networking, I just need to um, re-emphasize because that is so instrumental. When we think about online, a lot of times we think, "Well, that's technology, and it's you and your blog, and it, it's oh, no. it's you just writing what you're doing and doing your marketing and so on." But it's all about the people, and networking can be such a great source of traffic in terms of guest posting and interviews and all all these different types of things that you can do to communicate with others in your niche it, it is absolutely unbelievable what that can result in absolutely yeah i can't say it any better i totally agree with you there leslie and uh, it takes time to build relationship with definitely. you know people who are bigger than you but you start by supporting them and giving them value and sharing their stuff and really learning from them and eventually you will be 
you know, working with them, maybe they will link to you. It's very possible. So it can happen open over time. But if you're patient, a lot of things can come your way. Awesome. Now, now let's talk about some of the things that you have over at Prolific Living. I know you've written a book and the name of the book, um, as I mentioned earlier, is Motivation from Goals to Greatness. Can you tell me a little bit about that book? Yes. So as you mentioned, I was so fortunate. I spoke at Blog World in May and I talked about motivation for the new media professional because I wanted to talk about how you can stay motivated in this environment where you're pretty much working from home or wherever, but probably in a virtual environment, not in an office, and it can get pretty lonely. And sometimes on a Tuesday afternoon, you know, your motivation can dip. So I have managed to be very, very motivated because I tapped into my source of motivation because I started doing something that I really love. And I wanted to share all of that with some personal stories at Blog World. And they said yes, which was amazing. So then I wanted to do more when I came home. I thought, you know, that was a really good speech, but I want to do more. I have more to say. So I broke it down to eight pillars, eight pillars of motivation and um, some personal stories from, um, from my life from Iran and how we left and some stories about my dad and my family. So I wanted to help people find inner motivation instead of of looking for it in outside sources. I mean, I think everybody has this amazing source of inner motivation. And if you can just tap into it, you can stay motivated through thick and thin, thin and thick, thin and thick, I think. Yes. So, so I wrote about that and um, it is an ebook is available in Kindle format. I also made it in PDF and EPUB where you can put it on your Nook, on okay. your um, iPad, iPhone, etc. So you can get that on the Amazon store or um, over on uh, Prolific Living. Okay, I got to get me a copy of that. And not only that, but what we're going to do, um, I'm, I'm really enjoying the, the, the content. And, and this, this concept of motivation, I think it's a very important concept, especially, I mean, from goals to greatness. And what I, what I try to encourage my listeners to do is something great. So what I want to do is give away three copies of that book. So what we're going right. to do is this. The first three people to comment on this blog post, the, the, the show notes of this um, episode, but not just a comment, not, wow, that was great or anything of that sort. Something insightful. I don't care what it is, but as long as it's related to the content that we spoke about today and it's insightful, the first three people, they're going to get a free copy of that book. Spons- awesome. Sponsored by the Learning with Leslie show. <laughs> awesome. I am honored. I'm honored. And I'm going to make sure not to comment because I usually go and comment and say thank you for interviewing me. <laughs> You can, hold you, you can comment, you can do whatever, but the first three non-Farnooshes <laughs> and Leslie's that <laughs> leave exactly. a valuable content, a comment, they're going to get a free copy of that book. There's another one that I saw on your site, the 10-Minute mm-hmm. Invigorator. And I want to know about that one because um, I, I think it deals with something that a lot of us as bloggers face. Can you tell me about that? Yes, yes. That one was a fun project. And uh, my husband was the producer on that one. So we did these um, high quality videos at home. And the idea was this. We wanted to create a way for busy bloggers, busy entrepreneurs to stay invigorated during the day, 
You know, you get that slump at two o'clock in the afternoon and you don't have time to go to the gym and come back and shower and all that. Well, I have done a lot of different forms of exercise, different forms of yoga, dance, and this is not exercise so much as is it's 10 minute routines of breathing and body movements that anybody can do anybody. Like I tested it on a few people. I've uh-huh. had people who are not flexible and they don't feel like they are fit. They are just worried about, you know, how they're going to do. They've all done it and enjoy it. And it's 10 minutes of invigoration. And the way um, we made them is so that you have seven of them you go through so you don't get bored. Okay. Then I did a bonus video where if you don't even have 10 minutes, you can do these two minutes of breathing exercises and they kind of look funny, but trust me, they really wake up your body. Okay. They do. <laughs> wow. Okay. So, and uh, and then a couple of other bonus videos where I explain the benefits and how to do it. So it's a completely video-based products. And I would love for you to um, take a look at that. In fact, I give away the first day. So there's seven days. Okay. And if you go to prolificliving.com forward slash 10 minutes, the number 10 and then minutes. You can get to the uh, sales copy there and you can sign in. I have a little sign in form. And then uh, if you want the the first day for free, then you can log in and you can watch that first video. I also have a video right up there that you can watch. And um, I've had amazing feedback on that one. I am so humbled because so many people came back and saying, this worked. I didn't think it would. I don't like exercising. But um, whatever you do, please take care of your health. Okay. I don't care what you do. <laughs> and, you know, I like I'm, that because bloggers tend to be people that spend a lot of time on a computer. And course. there's not a lot of exercise involved. I mean, unless you count moving your fingers as exercise. No. But I, don't, <laughs> I, don't think we, I don't think we can count that as exercise. Um, right. But it's only 10 minutes. Only 10 minutes. I, we timed it. I have 10 minutes. You I have 10 minutes, I, Leslie. I, I have do, 10 minutes. Do day one for me and tell me what you think. I will definitely do that. Um Man, I, I, this, this was great. <laughs> okay, good. It was, it was fun. It was a lot of fun. I hope people enjoy it. Oh, I know they will. I, I know they will because a lot of what you said goes right along with what I keep saying and why they come to my blog is to hear stuff like that. So uh, thank you so much for taking this time out to, to come on the show and share the things that you've, th- you've, you've shared with us today. Thank you for having me. It was my pleasure. You are very much welcome. So, guys, hey, I want you to check out everything. I'm going to have everything linked up in the show notes, but prolificliving.com. That's the main URL you need to know. Go over there. Check out what she has. Um, leave comments. Uh, just just listen to her podcast and you get to hear her voice again and, you know, that all that good stuff. And it can distract you, too, like it distracted me that one day. Um, as usual, I want to invite you to come back to the blog at learningwithlesley.com. Leave your, feed- your feedback, your comments. If you have questions, you can call the hotline and I will play the number at the end as usual. You can find me on iTunes, lesleyonitunes.com. You can subscribe over there and leave your feedback, your ratings and all that good jazz. But that's pretty much it for now. So until next time, take care and God bless. God bless.